Hello, this is Reverend Abigail, and this podcast is created from an eight-week series that we did on This Thing Called You, which is a book written by Ernest Holmes, who is the founder of Centers for Spiritual Living. If you want to find out more about our center, you can reach us at spiritualliving.org. Enjoy the class. So today, like I said, I'm going to speak on the This Thing Called You from Ernest Holmes, and I'm doing chapters one and two today. So each week I'm gonna be doing two chapters. They're not very long, so if you wanna get the book and read them before I do my talk, you can do that, or you can just join us every week on Sunday evening. And what I really love is I've been really looking at this idea of, of bumping up my life, of improving my life. And I imagine that most people who join a spiritual center or they listen to talks that they're invested in having a quality life. And I, I wanna have a life filled with joy, I wanna have a life where I feel loved, where I can give love, where I can be connected. And what Ernest Holmes calls that is the creative urge. It's this idea where we have this, this desire to, to express in life and, and receive in life. So both give and receive, and that's the creative urge is for us to be out there, be totally who we are, and be enjoy being who we are. So I am trying something out. It's a slideshow here. Can you all see my, uh, my, okay, great. So Ernest Holmes has this quote right at the beginning of this chapter. It says, life has entered into you, and with it, the irresistible impulse to create. Create or perish is the eternal mandate of nature. Be constructive or become frustrated is an equal demand. Now, I thought that was rather important to speak about today because I feel like there's a lot of frustration happening. <laughs> I don't know about you, but it seems that the, the combination of this being an election year this being a pandemic, this being a social upheaval and unrest and all the things that are going in our, on in our um, social world, all of that's going on. And it, I feel like there's a lot of frustration. And so when I was looking at this, because I personally uh, had a huge time of being depressed the first couple of months of the pandemic. And then um, when all the, um, when, when everything was going on, oops. when everything was going on with uh, um, with the with the marches and and uh, you know everybody taking a stand for things they believe in, and I really noticed that a lot of my friends and a lot of people I knew were having a lot of breakdowns, including myself. So, you know, it wasn't, just because I'm a minister doesn't mean I don't have breakdowns as well. So just so you know that. Uh, and I'm like, well, what's going on? And I started going back to the basics because what I know is that these, this teaching has saved my life. Science of Mind has absolutely saved my life over and over. And several people have, have felt that and expressed that to me as well. And so I feel like because right now there's so much frustration that really this is not... This is a, it's an internal call to create. So Ernest Holmes again said, create or perish is the eternal mandate of nature. 
be constructive or become frustrated. So for me, it's like, okay, if I'm frustrated, that means that there's something within me that's calling me forth to create. And then I found this fantastic quote again, another one. Let's see here. Let's see, you belong to the universe. He said, you belong to the universe in which you live. You are one with the creative genius back of this vast array of ceaseless motion. This original flow of life, you are as much a part of it as the sun, the earth, and the air. There's something in you that is telling you this, like a voice echoing from some mountaintop of inward vision, like a light whose origin no man has seen like an impulse welling up from an invisible source. Your soul belongs to the universe. Your mind is an outlet through which the creative intelligence of the universe seeks fulfillment. And something, when I read that, something in me just like, I love it. Like, I am the fulfillment of the universe. Who I am is the fulfillment of the universe. And then I thought, am I really using it? Now I teach this stuff. And, and the question is, have I been using it? Have I been using that creative medium that, that I'm a part of to really be the fulfillment of the universe? Now we're all being the fulfillment right now, but it's like, are we being the fulfillment of, you know, just laying back and watching or are we stepping into being a conscious co-creator in the fulfillment of it? So that's my question for you. Are you using it? Are you consciously using your mind to visualize what you would love? Are you using it to create affirmations? Are you using it to dream up possibilities? Because you are the fulfillment of the universe. So we're going back to basics here. And the basics are step one, write out what you want. Write out what you want. It's as simple as that. Because if you are frustrated right now, or if you are stuck in a rut, this is the first go-to place, is writing out what you want. If you know what's going on that you don't want, then that's gonna give you clarity on what you do want. Because if God created you after its own nature, and there's nothing else that could have made you out of, then the thing you are after is already here within you. The only thing that stands between you and the fulfillment of it are the accumulated thoughts, beliefs, and emotions of the ages. What has been put there can be removed. So I was just thinking about that. Anything that I'm frustrated with in life or any way being that I personally see within me or within our society or within our culture is something that can be removed. And in order for it to be removed or changed, then something new has to be created in order for the newness to come forth. And uh, if I'm the one who's frustrated, then that means it's kind of like a little, you know, like a little, a little jab of like, hey, this is the universe saying you're part of the creation of the newness that's coming forth. So you're in that space of opportunity to bring forth a new creation. And the next thing, so first thing to do is write things down. The second thing to do is, drum roll, <laughs> uncover or discover thoughts, beliefs, and ways of being that are limiting you. 
So I found this, this quote from the book of Awakening by Mark Nepo. Uh, this was one of our books of the month, I think early in the year, or maybe it was last year, but it's a daily guide that he has. And September 1st, he had this poem that I'm going to read to you. It's called Kika Cow and Basho. We should abuse God's creatures. We, oh, we should not. It should say, sorry. <laughs> I, mis, I mistyped that. On. We should not abuse God's creatures is what it should say. You must reverse the haiku. Not, and this is what Kika Cow's poem was. A dragonfly, remove its wings, pepper tree. But pepper tree, add wings to it, dragonfly. And that is what the Japanese master Basho wrote in response to Kikakao's poem. So, and, and it's really great because Mark Nepo wrote in this part, in, this, in his book, on this, on this haiku that he had put in there. He says that the destruction or healing of the world hinges on which way this thought unfolds. Whether we pull things apart or put things together makes all the difference. Indeed, Basho's strong, small instruction reveals to us how human history has unfolded, with one pilgrim taking things apart and another putting them back together and on and on. But he uses the example of two people, two people that we all know in our world. One is Christopher Columbus and the other one is Carl Jung. And he says, when Christopher Columbus crossed the ocean, with the intent of breaking things down and retrieving whatever treasures he could find. Jung Jung crossed into an interior ocean with the intent of putting together whatever he might find to make treasures of whatever he had. We must ask what one, what made one explorer set foot on a continent he'd never seen and proclaim, this is mine. And what made the other bow in utter humility and say, I belong to this. Perhaps the difference is that Columbus was searching outwardly with a predetermined sense of conquest when he reached the new world. And Carl Jung was searching inwardly with an undetermined sense of love when he reached the unconscious. Both were clearly devoted to their search. But where Columbus was intent to separate and own, Jung, like Basho, was intent to unify and belong. So that was by Mark Nepo. So I think it's really important for us to really look at our inner dialogue. Notice when you're saying statements that are limiting you and creating limiting beliefs, like, oh, this world can never change, or, or when you do something that you perceive as, as wrong and you say, oh, I always do that. That's really a limiting belief. And, and often these limiting beliefs come up whenever we have hardships. So when we're having difficult times in our life, it's kind of like the key thing. Anything that's negative, it's a limiting belief, I can guarantee you. And whether it's about society or about our country or anything that you're thinking, that's a limiting belief. And that's your opportunity to go through and shift and change what is possible within you because we're creating what's going on in the future. Like what we're doing now is creating the future. So my encouragement to you is to do step number three. 
after you do steps one and two, I want you to do step number three. And that is to have faith. Mm. Because we are part of the conscious co-creation of the divine. We are part of that incredible universe that is living itself in and through us. And it is the power that created the entire planet and the sun and the solar systems. And that kind of power is what we have that we're co-creating with. And it's said that you only need to have the faith of a mustard seed. So if you've seen a mustard seed, they're like, they're like super tiny. <laughs> so tiny. That's all the faith that you need in order for what your idea of possibility for the highest good to happen. That's all you need is a little bit of faith in order for it to happen. So again, step one is write out what you want. Step two is uncover or discover thoughts, beliefs, and ways of being that are limiting you. And number three is have faith. So if you're exploring your own life and you want to have more joy, love, and expression, are you willing to do that? And are you taking things apart or are you putting them together? And I understand that things need to fall apart. Things fall apart. And they, the, the universe has things fall apart. But then we're the ones to put them together, to put a new idea of possibility out there. And my question also is, are you trying to separate and own or unify and belong? So are you removing the wings or are you adding the wings? So that's my completion for my talk today. 